What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. We hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man, Sauce. What's happening, bro? How are we, mate? How are we? We're back good. another week. Good. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Fuck, it's all uh, ramping it's up. Bit... It's all happening. Sporting-wise, yeah. hobby-wise, Sporting it's quieting down a little bit. Hobby-wise, but... it's a bit quiet. I mean, a bit a bit of noise uh, out of the, the, the corners uh in Australia, which we'll talk about. Uh, I mean, and yeah, not some, not some good, good rumblings going on. I, I don't really know too much about the story, but we'll give a little comment. Uh, there might be more to follow up uh, next week, but uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah, Hobby talk in the second half of the show. Um, but nonetheless, Doma, we had a big, big week in NFL. Come on, big mate. Week. We're, we're going to start with it. We're, we're lucky that we didn't just call the episode Joey B is king this week. So, Joey B the goat. That's that's what it should be called. <laughs> that AFC is just off its head at the moment with the quarterbacks that are in there. Global, what's happening? Joel, what's happening? Oh man, that's where we're going to start. You know, usual rundown. Uh, NFL is where we are going to begin. NBA, EPL, F1 is back. UFC, Hobby Talk, and Saucy's Smokey. Adam, what is happening? Global, always keeping it rolling. Uh, we're going to actually, uh, we can give a bit of a, a chat about a new podcast that will be airing on the show. Saucy and I did meet after our teaser in last week's uh, uh, podcast, and we've decided we are going to go ahead with it. And that's why, if you saw our story during the week, we asked for some topics, and I'll give a bit more of a rundown on that later on. Love the rock star hairdo. Yeah, it's a bit spiky. I was trying to get it. Push more to the side, but um, uh, the wax, you know. Mate, I tried to go get a haircut today and uh, rocked up right when he opened. Three people, old wogs in in line. And I was like, Nah, mate, I'm uh, I'm got, I'm too busy, mate. Oh, yeah, you, you just, you just know, you just know that he's literally an hour and a half wait, mate. Before they yeah, talk about all the yeah. crap that they need yep. to talk about in their and they, uh, very, and very the busy lives. An old Italian bloke, so <laughs> yeah. he loves a yarn. They got busy lives. About, right. Get him talking about the culture, mate. It doesn't shut up. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, the culture and uh, <laughs> Adam. It's said, good, Bart, because he makes you a short black when you go in there. So you like, tell me where you're getting a short black. Well, where I go, I get a short get a black too. Yeah, oh, there we go. we're both on it. Uh, Adam said you've gone from backyard breaks to Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> I'm not that dud with that crop top from backyard breaks. Anyway, let's get straight into it, Sauce. No more uh, waffling on NFL. Two massive games. We'll start with the big one first, and that was Bengals defeating the Chiefs in OT. Joey B, your boy. I may have put it in a chat that I thought that you would be streaking down your street, and I reckon you were. That's how excited you would have been. But your thoughts on the game, 
every game in the playoffs has been amazing, mind you. So give us a rundown. Look, it was it was a yeah, interesting one. Interesting one. I, I will say to note that uh, come you know crucial times and and uh, you know the time where you expect your your best players to stand up. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was nowhere to be seen. Uh, he, he was pretty average down the stretch. Um, and, and that's probably been generous. Um, it was a game dominated by defenses. Um, so some really good defensive play. Um, but in the end, uh, when, when, you know, they needed a game winning drive, Joey Burrow got the job done, uh, got it down there. And, you know, the, the way that the the Chiefs fans were celebrating when they won that coin toss in overtime. I, oh. I just at that point, even though I picked, I picked the Chiefs to win it all the start of the season. I mean, I, it would be great if I if I was on the money. Um, I mean, I wanted them to lose at that point. When I heard that cheer, I'm like, you can't just expect that you've won the game. I mean, your, your quarterback has been dreadful in the fourth quarter. Has absolutely been horrendous. Right, the second and, what, half. Second half, second that, half. It was, yeah, it was twenty-one much. to three at the end of the first half, and Mahomes was like, "What? What was he? Fifteen of seventeen completions. He already had three. The defensive change-up on the side on the Cincinnati side of the ball. Uh, you know, credit. I don't know the defensive coordinator. They, you know, gave Joey B gave him praise after the game when they interviewed him, but you know, he made adjustments. Um, and that Bengals defense was a completely different side in that second half. It, it was unbelievable. Right? Joey they B had walked Mahomes, in there and just. They had Mahomes running all out of the pocket, you know, running back and forth. You know, he's trying to extend plays. But you know what? It's, there was some times there where they, they they showed the replay and they panned out. And, um, I mean, I think they had him doing stuff. They had him frazzled. They had him doing stuff, you know, moving out of the pocket when he didn't really need to. Um, you know, clearly, you know, not looking in parts of the field's where he should have, uh, there was there was a, a play, couple of plays there where he had guys wide open, and he's just you know not seeing them at all. Um, but credit to them, and I mean I'm so excited for the Bengals fans. It was what thirty something years they hadn't even won a playoff game, and here they are in the Super Bowl with Joey B. Uh, sit down, Justin Herbert. Uh, it's Joey B. Time. And the, the price discrepancy between those two, I always said, Dom, how many times I said, oh, I don't understand it. Like, I understand, yes, he's done his ACL, but you know what? With the ACL technology these days, I mean, I came back from playing sport and I'm, a, you know, I'm fat and overweight, you know, within seven months, you know, seven, eight months I was back playing, right? And, you know, it used to be a 12-month injury. You know, think about these guys at the elite level, the best doctors, the best physios, the best, you know, of everything. Hyperbolic chambers and 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 nutritionists and you know hyperbolic get, time chamber Dragon oh, Ball man. Z fragment. They, 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 it's a thing, mate. The, the, it's a hyper. The, it's called the a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, <laughs> hyperbolic, mate. Hyperbolic, hyperbolic. Yeah. That's go always me. Go right? in there for a day, like in Dragon Ball Z, but it's actually the the length of a year. Length of your ACL. <laughs> that would be elite. Um, but oh. it, it's just. I'm just so happy for the the franchise. And then on the other side of the ball, obviously, you know, the Chiefs weren't good enough. Um, yeah, I, I'm not too sure whether that, that, that really is going to affect Mahomes' prices, maybe a little bit, nah. oh, you know, a bit nah. of a drop for a tiny bit. Um, but I think, you know, he's obviously still young. Uh, the Chiefs franchise is, is still pretty good. Um, it is going to be a thing. I have seen a post. This is really, really interesting. Uh, shout out South Park Cards. Um, 
you know, he mentions about um, the contract of a winning quarterback historically. And I think I've mentioned this before, Doma, you know, the, the ones right at the top, you know, that are taking the big chunks of money. Historically, they don't win Super Bowls because they're taking so much yeah. money that they can't fill the other gaps on the team where they need it. And, you know, historically... Well, he's on his rookie has, contract at the moment, Burrow, so it's perfect. Perfect. Perfect for them. Uh, and, and, you know, they've obviously improved immensely uh, from last and, season. And, and, the, and the obviously crazy... the first season they, they had with him, you know, they did fix that offensive line. And then they're yeah. a lot better this week on the offensive line uh, compared to the previous week. The crazy thing too is like, because he's on that rookie contract, obviously the problems that they have within that team, which is the defense and probably some uh, holes in their O-line, they can fix that by paying guys, which is crazy because look how good Burrow is and technically is in his first year because he got injured seven games in last year. So it's pretty amazing to see. Pretty amazing. Um, Adam's in. How you going? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Adam and Adam. Sorry, Adam. Uh, Dream Theater says, Joey Overtime, the best part about that game was we no longer have to deal with the dipshit Mahomes brother. So <laughs> I actually write that. He's a, he's a Lamar. <laughs> uh, the, the other game that we had was uh, San Francisco against the Rams. And the Rams made moves in the offseason. They made moves during the season, and it's paid off. All right, they've made it to the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford, uh, first year in LA, straight to the Super Bowl, uh, has the opportunity to win it. Um, Favored by the books, four and a half points. Yeah, that well. makes sense. Jimmy Jesus uh, comes short and uh, more than likely out the door at the end. Well, for next season, he'll be at a new franchise. Uh, word is could potentially be Pittsburgh. Or there's someone else, Pittsburgh, or someone else that was saying that are looking for a QB. Jimmy G gives me, give me, gives me, um, gives me a bit of um, anxiety. You know, nah, Kirk Cousin vibes. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah, he's an, oh, he's an okay quarterback. Yeah, you know what I mean? But he can he's take okay. a team. He, he can, he, yeah, he can win a playoff series. I reckon um, he's a but, good. I reckon he's really good in the locker room. But yeah, he's he's never because when he doesn't play, their record shit. Their record was terrible when he doesn't play. So, and yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Their team is stacked. They got Odell Beckham Jr., who's absolutely dominating at the moment. Uh, Cam Akers, Cooper Cup, uh, Aaron Donald, Von Miller's on that team as well. The team is a joke. It's a it's a living joke. It is literally the all star team of the NFL, um, led by Matthew Stafford, and more than likely. They're going to be my tip. But in saying that, Source, I'm not going to write off Burrow because all I've seen is him come up clutch throughout the whole entire playoffs. They were getting outdone against the, the Raiders. They found a way to win. He got sacked nine times against the Titans, found a way to win. It's come up against Kansas City, found a way to win. They were down 21-3. to Now he's in the big dance, Source. Could be now or never. There's no guarantee, even that you know how good he is, that he'll be back there. Because how good the AFC is. With Josh Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, him. Like there's actually no guarantee you get you get back there. 
Oh, who else is it? Lamar. Lamar Jackson's in is there as well. Like it's now or never for him. Uh the NFC on the other on the other hand, it's Rams and that's pretty much it. Because we don't know what uh our good friend Aaron Rodgers is going to be doing next season. So uh, and we'll talk about the elephant in the room in the NFL in about two seconds. But your tip source, Bengals, Rams, Super Bowl. I'm going Bengals, Joey B all the way. Um, I think I think it's going to be a close game. I, I, I really, you know, the books have it four and a half points favoring um, the Rams. You know, it probably could be a field goal. Probably could be a field goal. I think, I think this is going to be a close game. And, you know, everyone's... Um, ridden off the Bengals, what all this this whole playoff series? Yeah, giving me give, like give me giving me a bit of uh, Western Bulldogs vibes, uh, Western Bulldogs vibes when they won the premiership. Doma, um, you know, you no one really gave me overseas. That is a team that was my source is about to explain. No chance. Yeah, they they what they finished in seventh or eighth on the ladder. Uh, in, uh, in, sixth, sixth, sixth. Oh, the, the ladder, seventh, right? seventh. No, it was seventh. seventh. And then they, yeah. Yeah, and then and they went through and you know won every game and, and ended up winning the grand final in the uh, Australian Football League and uh, no one gave him a chance that season and they just went on an incredible run at the right time of the season and they were able to pip one so I'm getting that vibe from the Bengals uh, they're coming cherry ripe at the right time of the season and I mean I believe in Joey Burrow he, he's he's meant to be here he's just he's cool he's calm um, he makes the right decisions doesn't make too many mistakes so loves uh, a stogie. He's ice cold, and I love it. I love it. Uh, fans are going to win. Yeah, I agree, Adam. I completely agree. James says, "Good evening, and good evening, good, good day, evening James. to you as well." Um, Dream Theater says, "Definitely Super Bowl for the fans. It's either going to be a landslide or a field goal difference. Regardless, it's been an awesome playoff series." Now, uh, speaking about playoff series, last one has gone by for the greatest to ever lace them up in the NFL. Um, Tom Brady, TB12, the GOAT, done and dusted. He goes out on on a high. He goes out on a high source, regardless. He won a Super Bowl last year. He had his best statistical year of his career in his last year. Just absolutely dominated. Um, Cherry says, so mad Brady isn't there. Well, I am too. I love Brady. So I'm spewing that he wasn't there. But, you know, it's a new age of quarterback. Um, and then this is literally the passing of the torch to the future. And it is bright for the NFL. But Brady, what a career source. Um, for as long as I've watched the NFL, he's been the guy that's dominated. So my whole life, uh, he's been the it and a bit guy in the in the franchise, uh, in the league as well. Um Two franchises. But Sauce, your thoughts? Tom Brady, done and dusted. We don't get to see the number 12 again. Yeah, look, just an incredible career. Um, you know, the GOAT, there's no doubt about it, without doubt. Um, and what more can you say? I mean, the, the fact to, to move away from the franchise he, he was at he, for so many years and, and then you know, first season away wins the Super Bowl. Like, you kidding me? Like, that, that's just amplifies his legacy uh, in the National Football League, um, you know, and go, amplifies his legacy as the GOAT, you know, to, to go on the other side 
and get it done. You know, the AFC and NFC, AFC, he's done it all. He's won NFC championships, Super Bowls, AFC championships, and AFC Super Bowl from the you know from that side. Um, and just you know the fact that you said it there, the fact that he had his best statistical season in his last season just shows what a true professional and what a perfectionist he is. Because you know to be at, still playing at that elite level at that age when you're right, you know, at the end of your career, just phenomenal uh, in a sport where. Let's not forget, early part of his career, um, he was what he, he was twenty two years. He, he, I think he was around. Um, uh, it was dirty, uh, yeah. It was dirty. Um, yeah. it wasn't as yeah, it is twenty two easy, yeah. easy for quarterbacks as what it is now. You know, they really protect the quarterback on the you know the runs and with the slide rule. Um, you know, protecting the quarterback from from the late hits and everything. Um, you know, you can really get severe suspensions for late hits on quarterbacks, and they really cleaned up the game. So, and he played in that era in the early part of his career where it was it was pretty bad. You know, helmet yeah. on helmet stuff where they let it go. There was no flags on that shit. Um, played through so he different played eras through and he dominated. And he dominated them all, which is just unbelievable. And I feel sorry for this man right here. You know, uh, we'll just bring it up. Who is it? Cardboard. Oh, oh. Shout out underscore cardboard oh. preacher. Um, a beautiful story. Go go check it out on his page. It's a. I'm I'm bringing up if you're listening to this. Is a uh, 2000 playoff contenders championship BGS nine auto uh, rookie ticket. Um, you know Tom Brady auto rookie Tom Brady auto, and. You know, funny story, he, you know, long story short, uh, I'll cut it down for people. I think he bought this car for 4K and ended up selling it for 9K. Um, and, you know, and that was like, I think in 2000 and, well, I, think, I can't remember where he said it, where it is, but go read the story, Cardboard underscore Preacher. And long story short, he, he sold it for, for 9K when and now it's worth, you know, three something million dollars. Um, but <laughs> it, life could be worth, worse. Life could be worse. Um <laughs> Unfortunate, and I just went. To, I read it, and I was like, you know what? It's pretty cool that you own the card, uh, and people have so many of these stories. I'm sure he, you know he's not. You know, it is what it oh, is. You know what I mean? yeah, it's out of your man. control. He had. He go. Fuck. He says he he had no long term vision of as the card. He couldn't believe that he'd earned a whole month's salary in you know by selling a card. That's what he's. That's you know he couldn't believe. It. And at the time, he probably can't. You know, fault him. That- um. For what he did, I, but that's fair he enough. never knew that it was going to get to this point. But it is what it is. I just, you know, you hear these stories all the time, and that's why I just wanted to give it a shout. Just obviously, you know, he posted this on uh, the day where, um, you know, Tom Brady has retired. Uh, it was just a little uh, funny don't, hobby story that. that don't worry. With, the, with, with with the new podcast coming up, I think Sauce and I might share a fair few things that we whiffed on in the hobby as well as <laughs> in life, and uh, we can have a bit of a laugh about it because I tell you what. We're not joking when we said we could have already had the double coverage island. Uh, shit, you not. Uh, the hell we were thinking, to be honest. Uh, just a few things on Brady. Um, just remember this. This is what you saw in his 21-year career. You saw seven Super Bowls, five Super Bowl MVPs, three MVPs, two Offensive Players of the Year, 15 Pro Bowl appearances, Um He's got a whole other bunch of things. But the records that you got to see was seven Super Bowls, the most ever, the most ever Super Bowl appearances, 10 by a player, most Super Bowl MVPs, five, 
Most career quarterback wins, 243. Most career passing attempts, 11,317. Most career passing completions, 7,263. Most career passing touchdowns, 624. Most career passing yards, 84,500. Most pass completions in a season, 485. And that was last season, Source. And he has the longest touchdown pass tied. I don't know who it's tied with, but it's 99 yards. So there you go. One of the best to ever do it. The best best to ever do it. Or the best to ever do it, Tom Brady. There you go. All right, into the chats here. Cherry, how's Dom? I got a new haircut. Adam says more haircuts than Bieber now for sure. Uh, Adam, six-round pick. He was... uh, Never forget the pick of Brady from the combine. 100%. He just looks so awkward. Um, truly the GOAT. Also sad to see Big Ben retire as well. Completely agree. Uh, are we going out after Hobby Hangout? It's on a Sunday. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yes. Whatever. We'll talk about Susan, it. I don't care. Sure we can we'll, organize something. We'll, we'll work something out. We'll definitely work something out. All right. Moving on. NBA source. Uh, as you know, we're picking topics these days. LeBron James injured. You got your mate back in uh, a Disney, and uh, LeBron's a knee, and apparently it's troubling him a fair bit. So, your thoughts? You finished? You done? You packing it in? I genuinely thought that after the All Star break, you were just going to start doing things that were crazy. And just start winning games all of a sudden and start playing great ball and start playing great defense. I just think that, yeah. I, I, I Yeah, I don't see it happening. I just I just think there's, there's not enough, you know, chemistry, not enough continuity. Yeah. They're playing enough games together to, to, to get it done. I mean, you know, recruiting guys, like I understand, like he's not a bad guy, but it doesn't help our cause, you know, bringing in guys like Kendrick Nunn who – hasn't stepped foot on the court all season, you know, it hasn't even been able to, you know, and it's just, I don't know. I don't really know. Um, Yeah. Not looking good, man. Not looking good. I've said the current format, Lakers won't do anything. You know, we get past the first round. I'll be surprised because the way we're going, we're going to end up having to be in the playoff. Then we're going to have to play the first or second seed. Sure. If, if, if this first seed's freaking Phoenix, I'll tell you what, we'll get bounced in the first round again. Speaking of Phoenix, source, Chris Paul. You had some very nice, flattering things to say to me the other day about him. Yeah, I was making he... a few players look a lot better in that team than what they actually are. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, guys like guys like DeAndre Aiden, you know, he, he's getting made to look a lot better than he actually is. You know, he's a solid big man, don't get me wrong. He's no Joel Embiid. You know, he's not that caliber of big man. But, he, you know, he puts up good numbers, rebounds hard, defends pretty well. Um, but obviously getting made to look a hell of a lot better on the on the uh, offensive side of the ball than he actually is because Chris Ball is uh, just unbelievable. He had a game the other day where he had you know, 20 points and 19 assists. And then he had a 20-20 game with nearly one assist shy of 20 assists, which is just unreal. Um, I think, you know, I think the other, highest other person on the team had two assists. In the game, <laughs> that was on his team. You almost um, had the Warriors team assist. They aim for thirty yeah. a game, so. so it was unbelievable. Um, I think you know it's just underestimated how 
much he's also allowed Devin Booker's game to go to a new level. Uh, obviously, when Chris Paul wasn't there, Devin Booker, you know, took more of the onus, obviously tried to facilitate, tried to score, tried to do a bit of everything. Now, at the moment, he's sort of more focused on the scoring aspect. Uh, he's able to lock in defensively where, you know, he, he's improved and he's able to get steals on the ball um, and, you know, he's able to jump the lanes. And Chris Paul allows him to do more of those things because he doesn't have to handle the ball on the offensive side of the ball. He just, you know, he runs off down screens, gets to his spots. Um, he's obviously still a lethal scorer. Um, still could probably take his game to another level, um, I think. But, you know, he's able to express himself and, and be more uh, a primary shooting guard, which is, you know, I think suits his game overall. And, uh, you know, he, he's only allowed to do that because Chris Paul is just such a general. And he, he's got that team playing very, very well. And, you know, they've got guys coming off the bench that are making impact, which is what you need. Um, they're going along very well. You know, I think they're probably, I would say, the team to beat. Utah's fallen off a hell of a lot. Um, don't really see them as a threat. And then, you know, the other side of the, you know, Clippers, they're not going to do anything. You know, they might be struggling to get their guys back. PG could be out for the whole year. And then what, you get an underdone Kawhi towards the end of the season. Yeah. Um, Probably not going to really West, do anything. Oh, sorry. The I think East, it's it's yeah. the Warriors and I'm saying it's the Warriors and and um oh Suns the Suns that's right in the in the, the yeah in the um West, West. Yeah. but in the East the only team teams really uh, Bucks Bucks Nets and maybe Miami if they have another run again like they did two seasons yeah ago. bucks bucks are struggling at the moment and you know you can't deny that they are and, and they need to the start playing a bit better but um yeah they, they, they've still got uh, after the all-star break to turn it around a yeah. little bit um but they knew do need to start stepping it up um oh, Drew Holiday has been well. injured a little yeah. bit as well so that's you know thrown a few things out but they have got guys back like Dante DiVincenzo has come back and yeah. started playing again um so they're adding to their bench depth Grayson, um, so Allen. Grayson Allen's back after his uh, JBL clothesline oh. from hell. <laughs> Jeez. What about that? What about that? It's unbelievable. What, what, yeah, is what you expect. Philly probably is the other team, really. Uh, if they can do something before the trade deadline, it'll be good. Probably getting another shooter in there, potentially. A defender around Embiid. Work, work wonders for him, I reckon. Yeah, look, I'll tell they, you this. If they can get rid of Ben Simmons and get get shit this for is, him. This, this is where it comes to come playoff time. It. This is where it comes to, Don't worry about Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid will go get his, right? The other guys. Tobias Harris, do I really have faith in Tobias Harris to step up as the number no. two guy? No. Do I have faith that Seth Curry is going to step up at times, no. but he's not as consistent? Yeah, he will, but inconsistent? No. You need two. You really do need two, and I just don't have like not saying that they. I'm saying you need two guys to have good to series. win it. You no, know, to, to win, win it. it, to win it, you right? need it. Middleton dominated last year when yeah, Giannis had those off games against the Nets. It was Middleton that was having 35 and kept them in the series, got them into that seventh game for the chance to get to these uh, to the finals. Like, and that was not for anything us giving shit to Middleton. But the fact that they got Drew Holiday helped help the Bucks. Drew Holiday played that third and Middleton had less pressure. And he actually flourished. It was incredible. So 
you actually do need two guys. I don't care what anyone says. You need two guys to win it. There's no one winning it solo. We've seen it enough in history. And if someone can point it out in recent time, by all means, give it. Give me an example. I'm talking in recent time. You can go back in history. So if one person, Iverson tried, didn't get it. No. So anyway, that that's just what it is. We'll see what happens there. John Morant, just a shout out to him. He's been absolutely born out at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Cherry said Lakers snub Jerry West with no tickets. What the F is going on down there? I did see that story, actually. Um, I don't know. There must be something a bit deeper in, in that because I know Jerry West is involved with the Clippers, but you have to put business aside when it comes to tickets to a game because we know who Jerry West is. That's, that's the logo. The legend of the Lakers. He's, uh, his jersey's hung up during every Lakers game. So, who knows? Uh, Stephen Clay says, well, Giannis is the only superstar at the Bucks. Yeah, that's right, but he's got help. He's got a good two in Middleton. That's yeah, we're why. not saying superstars. We're saying, nah, we're all nah, saying nah, in, two, in reference to Philly. Come, come along Philly. the ride. Someone has I'm to come saying, along for the ride. Yeah, someone has to come along. Someone has to start averaging 25-plus yeah. in a series. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Do I think that Tobias Harris or Seth Curry can do that? No. No. That's what I'm talking You need about. someone to come along for the ride in, in the in the, in the the playoffs. As simple as that. Like, that that's it. You got, you're going to get, like, for example, they're going to have the Nets. Yeah, you're going to have KD. Harden's going to be there. So, you know, you don't need to worry about that stuff. You're going to be every second game or third game, you're going to have Kyrie coming into the team. So you got him there. The Bucks have got Middleton. The Heat have got Bam and Butler. So if Butler's killing it. He just needs one guy to come along for the ride. Even Lowry, he's got experience. Whether he kills it, he kills it. Then on the other side, you got Clay and Steph. you got two there. For Phoenix, you got Booker and Paul. That's what I'm saying. In Philly, you got Embiid, and you're hoping that it's Tobias Harris. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Maxi's been balling, but he ain't the guy. Exactly. They, those are the types of guys they need experience, but if they get to that stage, more than often, they shrink in the moment. They shrink. They just don't put the same production out. Harder defense, less shit called, people get frustrated. They turn the ball over a lot more. That's what playoff basketball is. That's that's the hardest transition in a season. Playing eighty-two games with one set of rules, and then going into the playoffs, and it's a completely different game. Literally, they'll swallow the whistle. Like Embiid, like we're seeing Embiid what he's doing now. But I'm telling you, can you see Embiid going to the line fifteen times, taking fifteen free throws in the in the playoffs? No, maybe half know. that. Yeah. So you're already down eight points, seven points from your guy. And the and the shots and the shots that should be fouls, you know, they're just wasted possessions. They're misses. So that's that's the other thing. Uh Timberwolves have huge potential. They do, hundred percent. I'm not gonna disagree. Cat's been playing really well, which is awesome. Maxi's always be always be benched once the bigger boys come back. Yep, hundred percent. Maddie, how you going? Good to have you along. Moving on, Sauce. Uh, I wanted to touch on this. I didn't know if I wanted to touch on this because we don't usually get into a lot of 
um, stories this like hardcore, like hardcore, like criminal stories. Like, I don't think we've ever uh, ventured into this territory, but we're going to get on to Mason Greenwood. I want to talk about it because it is my football club. So I thought, you know what, Source, I do want to mention a few things. First and foremost, off the top, completely, completely um, disappointing as a Man United fan. Absolutely disgusting, the acts. Uh, he can't come out and deny it. There was a um, a statement from Greenwood's girlfriend. The father came out and said that her phone got hacked. These, this is this is literally the quote. Her phone got hacked. She didn't want that stuff to get out. So that means he did it to her. It's just she never wanted it revealed to the public. Now I've spoken to a lot of people that have known this stuff, like in sport, and we spoke to someone on Monday, and they said. She didn't want it to come out because I was like, why wouldn't she want that to come out? And that person said a lot of the time is so they can settle it privately. And that's how a lot of these athletes get away with it. Like they'll pay big dollars to a person and it settles the matter and they move on. And yeah, he gets reprimanded by the club and this shit never sees the light of day. That's what happens. I'm actually glad that it has seen light of day because... I've heard a few people say some things, point out some things that, you know, he'll do the time for for the crime and whatever it is, whether he goes to jail or he doesn't go to jail, she presses charges or not, right? I don't know what the situation is going to be. That, you know, he'll do the time for the crime, but he'll come back and people forget about it. No. What happened this time? No. You're going to give Gilfie Sigurdsson a second second chance? For child pornography? You're going to give Mendy a second chance? For bashing women? Like, are we going to give those guys a second chance? You're going to give a guy a second chance for bashing his missus and pretty much trying to rape her? We're actually going to give these guys a second chance. Sorry, as, as much as it is disappointing to people that might be listening to this, we're not the NFL here. The Premier League's not the NFL where you can beat the shit out of a woman and then they're fucking on another team the next season. Is that Mendy that was from City that you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. No, not the not the um other one. Not the um not the Chelsea there's, Mendy. There's one that plays for Real Madrid now. I think that was the previous one that's from City. Does he? Don't say that shit to me. I'm pretty Don't sure. Fuck. Don't Previously say that at shit City? to me. I'm just Green, okay. I'm Green, just, yeah, Greenwood's that? cooked, in my opinion. He's done. Guado Mendy? Oh, that is the one. You're kidding me. I did not know that. Oh fuck. No, that Eduardo, no, Eduardo no, Mendy. No, it's not that's a, the, no, no, that's not a, that's that's um different one. Different one. No, that's not that one. Different one. Besides the point. In, he's definitely not going to be playing for a top club. I don't even think he'll be playing in the Premier League again. Oh no, he's not. No, yeah, you're right. correct. You are yeah. correct. Okay. He's be done. He'll be done as well. Yeah. So you can add him. To, you can add Greenwood to that. Add him to the list. Oh, him I'm and Mendy serious. can uh, be uh, mates together in prison. Yeah, jail mates. One, but one from each team in Manchester. Pardon? Oh, yeah, one from each city. Yeah, yeah, one from each team in Manchester. What's up? What's, what's, what's in the tap water in Manchester, Doma, mate? Jeez. 
Don't even go there. Adam says if Roy Keane was playing alongside him, he probably would would have belted Greenwood. Yeah, I agree. He would have. The signs are not promising for a kid, all right, on allegations when you lose your Nike sponsorship, half your fucking football side, all your mates have unfollowed you on social media. I'm telling you, he's cooked. Like, if she decides to press charges, like, this is jail. He's going to jail, source. Like, his best chance is of ever playing again is in a league, not the Premier League. If another league wants to take that risk and take the heat, it's a PR nightmare putting a guy like that on your football club. It's a PR nightmare. It's worth more of a hassle than anything. That's why I say he's not going to play. I'll tell you one thing that's definitely not going to happen. He will never play for the England national team. Full stop. Tell me otherwise. And he got left out for the Euros. And I was just saying a source off air. There's actually now reports coming out that he was a bit of an, like an arrogant guy, uh, hard to get along with. You know, that shit makes sense. That's probably why. He was a head case off the field. So England didn't want to take a chance on him. He's probably shit in the locker room. So you never know what happens behind closed doors, obviously. Um, I know athletes get painted as these picture-perfect human beings when more often than not, over 50% of them, I'm just saying over 50% because I want to give a a big number because it's true. Over 50% of them have skeletons in their closets and have flaws. So that's the thing you got to remember. So he's going to he's going to he's going to pay for what he's done and rightfully so because it's a dog act, it's disgusting and shit like that should never be done. So that's my take on it. So I just I just had to put it out there because you know, it is my team regardless of being my team, it is still the wrong thing to do and shit like this should never be happening in society. Simple as that. Yeah, Wayne Carey made a comeback, but that's the AFL. So I'm talking about soccer. That Rice guy from freaking, uh, was it the Ravens or whatever it was in the NFL? who beat the shit, that, the one that beat the crap out of his missus in the elevator. He got a second chance, didn't he? Yeah. NFL, you get second chances, man. Don't worry about the NFL. Wayne Carey, yeah. Spud. Spud act. Shouldn't have done it. But in that in that situation, Saucer so does two take take two to tango in the Wayne Carey situation. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's right. Took two to tango. In this situation, unfortunately, she's innocent and she's just been pummeled defense, defenselessly against a bigger, stronger person. Shouldn't be done. Disgusting. Yeah, look, All right, so we'll leave it at that, Dom. I'll just say it was, you know, obviously very, very weak act by uh, Mason Greenwood, and that will be the last time we ever speak about that man on this show. Yep, pretty much. So he's irrelevant now. Literally fire sale on his cards, ladies and gents. That means. Oh yeah, no, get, I was I was seeing PSA means... ten rookie cards today on no, eBay, no. six dollars. No, no, no. You don't understand. My fire sale is just grab him put it in a barrel and light them on fire, mate, because they won't even be worth a cent when he doesn't play again. So. At least, you know what I mean? At least you don't feel so bad resting your coffee cup on it now. You know? I'd love to do a lot more than rest my coffee cup on that card. 
tell you that much, Sauce. All right, let's move on before it gets out of hand here on what I what I would I would not like to do. For a second. Yeah, I was about to freaking say I'd love to see Greenwood. I'd do a Jake Paul setup fight for that. I'd beat the living suitcases out of him. I get Tony Bellew. He'd probably side with me, even that you know I gave him the Le Mans sauce. Doesn't really matter. He'd come to my aid, beat the crap out of him. Anyway, so. moving on. F one, some changes. Uh, sauce. Uh, if you haven't seen them, I will probably give this uh, article to Sauce. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's seven chain key rule changes. I'm not going to go through it like crazy. Uh, frozen power units. Is one of them. They're gonna. They're obviously trying to move to a more hybrid engine with sustainable sustainable fuel, uh, and that's aim is by 2026. So power units are going to start to change a bit over the next four years. Um, a two a return to a two part preseason test is going to be two lots. Uh, so February 23rd to 25th. So keep your eye on that date. That is in four weeks time, three weeks time. The 23rd to the 25th official preseason, you'll get to see the look of the car, probably not in its colors. They usually put out a bare bones car um, for that uh, practice session, uh, testing session, sorry. Uh, Official preseason test is in Bahrain ahead of the first race on March 10 to 12. That is when you will see uh, the cars in their colors and we'll get some sick uh, drops over the socials on uh, the designs of the 2022 cars and what they're going to look like. Um, it is, though, source, three days per driver to get grips with their new cars. <laughs> In the future of... Uh, with the new future of F1. So it's going to be interesting going into the first race, uh, turn one at Bahrain in 2022. <laughs> there could be some cars flying crash everywhere. Or no crash. What's the <laughs> Who bloody knows? Who knows? Uh, tightening of aerodynamics testing um, is another thing coming into place. Uh, a lower budget cap. So the figure was 145 million last year. It is going down to 140. This is this web. Uh, this article is on the FormulaOne.com website, and it does say that it is probably going to still float a bit higher than 140. So um, depending on the parts. So it could be around about 142 and a half. So it's only dropping two and a half million. Uh, a new weekend format. So they're going to start practice a bit later on the Friday. It's just so it doesn't impact their uh, time away from their family and stuff like that, which is uh, good. They're starting to look after the drivers a bit more on that front. Uh, mandatory practice outings for the rookies. They're going to jump in the cars so they can get some uh, practice as well. Uh, new tire regulations. So this one I will read. So the size change has gone from 13-inch wheel source to 18 inches with the new rules regarding their use. The first change is a rule that relates to the tire blankets that team used to heat the tires when in the garage. Previously, the front tires could be heated to 100 degrees Celsius, but drops to 70 degrees from 2022 onwards, while the rears were at 80 and they have been dropped to 70. So not as um, as hot and warm. Uh, the upshot is a colder tire when leaving the pits and a different approach needed from drivers on their outlaps as well as a new approach to the tire compounds from Pirelli. This is part of F1's ongoing sustainability program with less heating, meaning a lower carbon footprint. 
Don't even get me started on that. The running tire pressures are also likely to be lower because the smaller sidewall on the 18-inch tire makes it more robust. So teams have a whole new set of parameters to deal with on the top of the physical differences in tires themselves. So, source, those are the seven things to pay attention to. Spots that carbon footprint um, could bite your tires in the ass, unfortunately. I don't, I don't know. It would just be interesting to see how, how this pans out. You know, do we get, you know, regardless, there's supposed to be equalization. Do we actually something. get equalization or do we just get, something. because Mercedes has the best engineers, they just find uh, the best way to get the tweaks I, in that specific types of engines. I don't know how accurate, I don't know how accurate this is going to be source. I don't know how accurate this is going to be, but um, Toto Wolf, Team principal at Mercedes, for those who don't know, and team principal at Red Bull. Oh my God, what's his Horner, name? Horner, Horner, Christian Horner. That's it. Both said, both said, source. Um, not looking forward to getting absolutely dominated by Ferrari in the first few laps after uh, in the first few races of uh, this season. They genuinely reckon that Ferrari is leaps and bounds ahead of them. That means maybe that for, uh, old Mario, been... that just means, yes, that's what I was about to say. Maybe old Mario over there, Bonotto, looks like Mario, has just been working on the 2022 car, the technology for it, for the last two seasons, mate. He goes, we're going to be shit. We've got the big fire truck and the big red car from the Wiggles. We've got no chance of winning anything here. They just put all our money into this. Just don't, he's literally just said to Signs and Leclerc, do not smash the car so we have to spend more money on repairing them. I want to put it into the technology. Literally what I reckon's happened. Uh, I mean, not a bad ploy. I mean, for, we need Ferrari to be relevant again. We need them to be relevant again. It would be so good for the sport. Leclerc is the... I'm telling you, buy Leclerc now. That is my tip. Buy Leclerc. He's, re- he's relatively affordable. He was actually the most affordable out of all of them when the F1 was kicking off because everyone was focusing on Norris and Russell uh, and Hamilton and Verstappen. And no one was really talking about Leclerc because Ferrari stunk. I'm telling you, if they're good, he's, he is sourced top five best drivers on the grid. That's how good he is. Just, just think about what he did with that Ferrari the last two seasons and they were shit. Yeah, fair point. Just don't forget about that. How good how good he got like he got the best out of that car. It was unbelievable. Source, let's move on. I'm looking forward to it though. It's coming around very quickly, uh, the F1s. But UFC. Talk to us. We've got a card this week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we do have a card this week. We do have a card this week, Doma. Um but before before I mention before I mention I'll go through the card because look I'll be honest with you I'm looking at the card it's okay but it, you know it's nothing amazing um, the the following week is what we're really looking forward to but I do want to have a bit of a flashback right and it, you know I'd like to Ooh. be able to play it. I'll see if I can get it going flashback this is a flashback to podcast number eighty one right now if you do yourself a favor, go back to podcast number 81. It's pr- prior to the Francis Ngannou and Cyril Garn fight, right? Skip to 36 minutes in. And please just listen to my my take on how I thought the, the fight would go and, and, and how um, it, it I thought it would pan out. Um, because 
a friend of mine who's very much into the UFC and listens to a number of UFC it's MMA UFC podcast where oh, they no. are ex ex um you know fighters uh you know supposed to be experts oh, no. they all said completely opposite that Garn if Garn wanted to win he had to take Inganu down and use grappling right these guys are supposedly experts, but you got Mr. You know, uh, Saucy over here who has, well, obviously I must have an idea what I'm talking about because I've watched the sport for a while now, but uh, I've pretty much said, if Ngannou wants a chance at winning this fight, he has to take it to the ground, ground and pound, and Garn, if not, Garn's going to pick him off from the outside. And sure say. enough, two rounds say. in, he was losing. He lost the first two rounds, did Cyril Garn, I mean, did Ngannou to, to Garn. And Garn was doing exactly what I said, was picking him apart. And round three, four, and five, and Garn, who took it to the ground, ground and pound, um, time and control, and ended up holding the belt. So, you know, I'm just going to give myself a little pat on the back because my mate I can was do, I amazed. Just see, I just see your head getting this big. Just look. Oh, just it's gotten massive. Watch my head I was get amazed. Look how big it's yeah. getting. Look, I was look. amazed. It's getting just as big as when uh, Pedro was calling you bloody Brad Pitt when you had the... Yeah, uh, blonde hair, mate. My hair wasn't big. My head didn't get big when he called me that because I knew I looked like him. So that's 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 the difference, mate. So, <laughs> oh. uh, anyway, so, just a quick so one. I'm going to well. give myself a little plug on that one. Just a quick one before you do get into it. Santa Claude said, uh, "2022 cars will be slower than last year's. They will be slower at the beginning of the season, half a second uh, overall, a lap. But they reckon by the end of the season, it could." far surpass the speed of the cars from 2021. It could be very, very, very quick by the end of the season. Anyway, so what's the card this week? All right. So the card this week is uh, kicks off at 11 a.m. The main card, prelim card, kicks off at 8 a.m. That's Australian Eastern uh, Daylight Time. Please check your local guides if you do not live in Australia. Um, We'll run through the main card quickly. Featherweight division, Julian Arosa against Steven Peterson. Middleweight division, Treason Gore against Brian Battle. Uh, light heavyweight, Sam Alvey against Brandon Allen. Uh, welterweight, sh- oh, this is a good one. Shakat uh, Rakanov against uh, Carlston Harris. And then we got middleweight division. You got Punele against Punele Soriano against Nick Maximov. And then Jack Hermanson and Sean Strickland in the middleweight for the main event. Um, and we'll preview next week's card, which I'll just flick it over quickly because that's uh, our boy Robert Whitaker against Izzy Adesanya. And then uh, once again, this this uh, the, I'm looking forward to the co-main event more than the main event, which is uh, Derek Lewis against Taito Wabasa. But that is Sunday the 13th. So uh, we, we've got a card in between them, which is uh, the one which I read out previously. So we look forward to that. And then the big USC 271 the following week. Very nice. Look who's in the house, Saucy. Look who's What's in going the on? house. Refreshed cards. Check him out on IG. Refreshed cards. IG. Uh, and Adam uh, said if, if, if I was still breaks, blonde. Feel free to head down there as well. Adam said if I was still blonde with my hair cut, I'd look like vanilla ice. And I replied in the comments and said, where were these jokes when I had the blonde hair? You got called Where Slim Shady. Yeah, Slim Shady's a very successful rapper source. Very successful. More successful Vanilla than Vanilla Ice. successful. Had one hit, one under, mate. I think he went bankrupt, didn't he? Um, 
Global says thoughts on the new F1 product. Which which one? The one that's out now? The, the flagship stuff is rubbish, in my opinion. <laughs> I'd be waiting for the Chrome. Lights out? Is that the one we're talking about here? Not that one. Lights out. No, that's no, currently no. out, isn't it? Are, are you talking about the new sets global? The 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 new season that's coming out? Um, not sure. But Chrome, yeah, I'd be Chrome will I'd be, be waiting for Chrome. Chrome if, will be Chrome. I just I, I'll be interested to see what happens with the box prices. I do know for a fact that pre-order prices were like six hundred bucks a box. Um, you know, how don't much? Know. We are in hobby talk right now. What what are they going for this year's ones at the moment? I'm telling you now, it's depending on what they do with Chrome, it's not worth six hundred because we know the pre-order originally was three fifty on um. Um, Chrome. It was at three fifty at one stage. That's where I actually reckon the product should be this year for Chrome. And I said it a thousand times, and I say it for the thousand and first time. Source this, the this product coming out now, the next one will get nowhere near last year's product for the fact of there's no rookies. The best rookies were in last year's product: Russell and Lando. Uh, your first Leclerc cards. You got like the first of everyone's pretty much their cards. What are we getting this year? Second year Lando cards. Like, yeah. So this is on Blowout. Blowout's got, you know, obviously the 2020 uh, Tops Chrome for two and a half K. Um, it's still but then the pre order on the 2021 Tops Formula One. Now, I, I don't think this is Chrome. It just says Tops Formula One, 630. I don't think that's actually Chrome. Um, that, that's ridiculous if it's not Chrome. Yeah, I don't know. They've got this there's 2021 Tops uh, Formula One, and then they got Chrome. Chrome down here. Chrome's 600 for a box, and the Tops is 630. What the, what the hell's the difference? Is that flagship? That must be Tops flagship. How's Chrome less than that? That doesn't make well, sense. They've got mem cards in it or something. Uh, 18 packs, eight, eight cards per pack. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. What if you guaranteed one auto or what? I completely hell? agree with you. Positive lights out, vomit. Yep, I reckon it's gross. Yeah, so there's more cards in that one, but I think it's just the the standard tops. You know, it's just like it's it's just oh, like some, a paper yeah. version. It's just like a paper version. It's not even your chrome. So it's, you know, the, not so even it's hoops. Chromium so it's hoops. Yeah, how can that be more expensive than Chrome? That's ridiculous. If you're, so if you're you're and tops, tops this, hoops, that is ridiculous. To, tops hoops and tops prism. <laughs> so Chrome's prism, and then just flat out tops F one is hoops. Which I actually spoke to the Oracle about um, hoop source, and he reckons it's absolutely it's farcical that we're paying what we're paying for hoops boxes this year. Wow. He said it's actually farcical and an indictment on the wow. hobby. That's what he actually said. Look at this. 2,800. Oh, how cheap were these last Dynasty. year? Mate, Dynasty last year when oh. they first released was like peanuts. Only under $1,000, I think, for a box. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Oh, they've caught uh, on mean, to that. Oh, mate, I'll tell you what. Nothing ever ever sits good for a while, does it, uh, anymore no. in this hobby. As soon as there's any little bit of collectors in a new sector... As soon as the new releases come out, it's just dollar, 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 isn't it? 
Um, with these guys, man. Like the fact that this is like more than half of what they released them last year at is just, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I, but see, Sauce, I don't see the thing is people are going to go buy it, but I don't it's understand the logic. I, I don't know, but I don't understand the logic behind it. The better product was last year because you got all the rookie autos of the guys that you wanted. You got the Hamilton autos, like the first patch autos of his that you can get, his first Chrome cards. As I said with F1, it is a sport. It is a sport source that you don't get 15, 20 rookies to choose from every year. You're lucky to have one. You're lucky to have one rookie. One rookie. And then you're going to have to start collecting Verstappen and Hamilton. But by the time you start collecting uh, Hamilton and Verstappen, they're so watered down because there's so many autos that you're just going to keep on turning back to 2020 Tops Chrome because that's where the autos are. And 2020 Tops Dynasty because it's the first time you're going to get their, one of their first autos. That's what you're going to turn back to. That's what you're going to turn back. They're technically their rookie auto, even that you know it's in their fucking 400th season of driving. It's their rook. It's the first time they've signed. Oh my god! I'm not going to read it, but I'll tell I'm you not what. Reading that. Jesus. Oh, anyone, if you're listening to this, skip to uh, 57 minutes in and uh, just oh, read the man. comment from Adam. It's pretty funny. I'm not going to read it out though. Well, <laughs> I just had to show. Well, uh, Global says, uh, "Oops." He was passing up a dynasty at 750, Global said. Oh, don't worry, Sauce and I had the opportunity to buy that too. We had the opportunity to pre-order Chrome for hardly anything. Yeah, pre-order. Lucky, lucky Saucy was able to help my sister out, get the bottle, uh, the, the bottle, the box that she got. And she made good profit on it. Global says he bought an orange refractor Danny Rick to 25. I like that. It's very nice. Nah, don't, don't apologize, mate. That was elite. Don't, don't apologize. On the new podcast, we just, we're ready we, 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 On the new yeah. pod, we're ready now. Yeah, because we'll be ticking the box not safe for kids to watch. That's what we'll be clicking on in that one. So don't you worry about that. Anyway, moving on. I don't know. Lights out. Looks putrid. Uh, it's just a concern. I want to put it, put it out there again. Uh, it's probably going to come up on crunch time at some stage with Lukey, and we're going to talk about it. Um, but yeah, just... Be very, very, very wary where you go with F1 this season. Be conscious of it. I have no idea what this is, but i just seen this there. 2021 Topps Chrome Formula on racing. That's like the hanger. Box. It's like the hanger, isn't it? Oh, or okay. whatever the hell it is. What, 300 says, bucks oh, for it? Oh, no. 16 packs. Four cards 16 packs pack. in there? It must be like a retail box or something. No, I reckon I reckon it's like, yeah, it's like, it's the um top, it's Topps Chrome. But if you go to the... The spec on original Tops Chrome, not the light box. What's the original spec? Is it just two packs more, I think? Yeah. Yeah, two packs more, four cards per pack. Yeah, but there's something in there. Chrome Autos, F1 and F2 drivers, 200 card base. So what's in the light version? Oh, you can get F2 driver autos. That's actually not too bad. Get Piastri. Um Find at least four all-new light SKU exclusive. Okay, you get Ray Ray Wave Parallels. Yeah, which is that? Okay. That's Sonoda there with that Ray Wave. 
Yeah. So just another way to water down the product and try So instead of it getting this silver, you get the what's it called it, the hyper. The prism hyper. That's the prism hyper. The chrome yeah, that's hyper. What they're doing. Yeah, they're doing a panini one oh one here, yeah. mate. Well next next minute there'll be like like what they do with prism. They got the the choice variant, the fast break variant, the friggin' you know, the hobby variant, the first of the line variant. Yeah. You see where this is going? I know where it's going. I hundred percent know where it's going. Uh Adam says bring on the ninety two grid. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think uh, Schumacher's are on the way. It could be on the way back very soon. We sent to HGA, so we'll have some grades there, and uh, we'll be able to show you some stuff on that front. Saucy Star Stock. Um, bit of news came out there during the week. Yeah, interesting. Interesting on. one um, with Star Stock. They they halted uh, raw submissions. Um, admittedly, the the, the guy. You know, he did reach out, uh, shout out Sports Card Anonymous on YouTube. I don't know if he has an IG account. I know he's on Twitter. Um, I watched a video of him reporting on what sort of had happened um, with Starstock, which was, you know, them shutting down their raw uh, submissions, uh, raw cards, and also uh, them, I think they released, I think, 30 employees or 32 employees or something like that. Um, and... You know, he gave a bit of a report about it and so on. And, uh, you know, credit to the, I think the CEO or someone high up at the company, um, Scott, I think it's Greenberg, to stand to be corrected there. But I know his first name Scott. I think it was Greenberg. Um, did come on his show on Sports Card Anonymous. So feel free to go over and check that out. But I'll just let you know that, you know, what he sort of said, which was, you know, he gave some reasons why they did certain things. and. Um, you know, it was that they probably, you know, with with the demise of the market, you know, obviously the amount of volume of 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 you know cards that were getting, you know, flipped on their platform decreased. You know, especially because people weren't flip, trying to flip the base cards and you know do that whole sort of day trading aspect to to things. You know, when that sort of died off in the hobby, that sort of affected their business. And he did say that. Um, that's why they obviously ventured into breaks. And, he, you know, he pretty much said, you know, unfortunately, you know, we need to scale back our business because if we don't, then we're going to be in bad stead. So that's the decision that they decide to do. What happens from here? Where Starstock goes from here? I don't know. Um, I feel like I like Starstock. I really like what they were trying to do. I like the, you know, the, the instantaneous trade and, you know, the cards being stored there. I, I like that. Uh, for a few things, you know, especially stuff where I was making baseball plays and buying shit on eBay and sending sending to Starstock. Not that I know much about baseball, but you know, it's it was you know it's it's worked for me before, and you know, bigger market over there. It allowed me to do some things and you know, flip cards from here that otherwise I wouldn't have been able to flip. Um, so I liked it for those sort of aspects. Um, you know, I've been a big talker about, you know, buying cheap slabs on eBay, finding steals and sending it to Starstock and just listing there a bit higher. And, you know, I've sold quite a few cards doing that. Um, so like, I like the platform. I hope that they're not going anywhere and they do figure it out and, and, and they do get things up and running again. Um, I think they need to go more towards a traditional type of marketplace, uh, in my opinion and not stick, you know, which is what they sort of ventured into, which is said they starting to accept vintage cards. You know, they accept Shaq now they accept Kobe, they accept, accept vintage guys, which I think was an error on their part to nail themselves to the rookie cards only sort of spectrum and current at the beginning, it was only current playing players as well when they first started. Right. So they really narrowed their lane where there's more collectors overall. 
Um, but let's see how they um, work it out. I, I hope they're not going anywhere. Um, you know, I did do a withdrawal literally two days ago, and you know, or three days ago, I got my money. So it's not like they're not going bankrupt. They you know, they aren't stealing your cards. There is a little clause in the T's and C's that if they in evidence in an event where they do go bankrupt. So please just note this if you are using the platform. Essentially, the products that are in their possession aren't yours anymore. Essentially, so wow. So there is a bit of a clause there, and a lot of people did shit, and they did. I think he said they ended up getting like three hundred requests uh, to withdraw cards, but he said that's you know a bit more than usual, a, but not yeah. abnormally, you know, compared to their user base. Um, and, and you know, they don't have any plans in actually, you know, folding or going anywhere. They're looking to work through and restructure their business um, so that they can be around for a longer time in the hobby. So, look, I hope they work it out. But, yeah, just just a note on that. Yeah, Matty, I know Maddie likes to play on um, Starstock, so, you know, buying stuff on eBay and flicking it to Starstock. Um, Global, yeah, Global says you if, you watch, if you watch Dakota's first interview with Starstock ex-employee, he says that they will never do Raw again. Global yeah, says and, he, he's been waiting – uh, for uh, been waiting for my cards to be shipped for six months. Yeah, there, there, there's just some things in the aspects in that business that they need to fix, and I think, admittedly, they probably knew that, and they probably let it get it out of hand. They they did have a bit of a PSA situation where they allowed that shit to get out of hand and sort of swept it under the carpet. Now it's got to the point where it's that bad that they've they've had to take drastic action. So, you know, another mistake by a company. Um, we're sort of used to that shit in the hobby. It's not too bad, I don't think. Um, it is a bit shit on your part, Global. But I'll, I'll tell you what, ComC ain't any better in shipping cards out. Um, and they're much the similar sort of service, uh, in a sense. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's sort of what you deal with a little bit with these, you know, with these sort of Maddie said, well, you, or, you know, platforms. And <laughs> Maddie all. said, well, you can grade with them, but no raw means no grading. <laughs> it's a fair point. He makes a fair point. Look, I'll be honest with you. That was one of my things that I was really, really targeting. Like I was, you know, buying Starstock A's base cards and, and buying them cheap of guys that, you know, I want to get, you know, soccer guys and things like that. You know, waiting, waiting, sticking it out, you know, and waiting for the PSA cheaper bulk sub to come back and, you know, flicking all those through through Starstock and getting them graded. You know, once obviously I think, you know, I could expect PSA to come back with a cheaper price even within the next, I, I would say, six months. You know, I think they'll be even getting a, a lower price entry point. Um, and then within one year, I'd expect it to be even, you know, lower. Um, you know, that's their their goal. So, you know, I was, I was doing that and just let them sit on the platform. And I'm not listing them. Just keep buying more Starstock A's. Keep stocking them up because, you know, they've got a good hit rate on those. Um, but, yeah, it's it, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate what's happened. Source, um, Source loves would love this. He would love this comment from Hartman Sports Cards. He says he had a PSA Charizard unseal as it was shipping to a new owner. Don't don't tell Source that. Source loves that shit. He loves anything bad PSA. <laughs> Uh, positive I, I, says, I don't positive, know, but I just, nah, I know, I just, I know, I just, I just like to point around. out the fl- that there's flaws in yeah. every fucking the, everyone, company. Yeah? Like, everyone's got a flaw. Everyone. It's true. It's true. Uh, positive says, uh, 2022 has been mental and it definitely has been. It's been psychotic to say the least. Uh, the amount of drama has been crazy. Uh, not gonna end there, though. There. Doesn't stop there because as Source mentioned at the top of the show, it's uh, actually hit home. 
here in Australia as of this week. Uh, very interesting stuff that has surfaced. Source knows a lot more than what I do about it, but there's still a lot more that we still want to explore. Yeah. Source is going to even open a bit up, uh, open up an invitation. So, and Hartman said express service at seventy five dollars. Yeah, I mean, express. it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So, I think these, these express services, Hartman, please correct me if I'm wrong. If, if you know, they are coming back between four to six weeks, I think, something like that. And I think it's pretty good with PSA if, you, if you're paying that $75 service or something like that. Um, so, yeah. Um, now, Doma, look, you know, we, we've seen the whole grading fiasco with Mark's cards. Uh, and yeah. what went down in the States. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know if it's something in that similar vein, but I do know there's there's been an issue with um, uh, Blunt Collections, a store up in Queensland um, where they were entrusted by their customers um, and collectors uh, to, to grade cards and send cards to PSA. And it has come out, you know, nearly a year on after these people have sent their cards in. Yeah. That um, he, he's not done the job. He's he's literally not sent the cards, and they've I don't know where what what I don't know exactly what's happened, but you know it's not good because these these people have sent cards over one year ago, and you know, admittedly a lot of the people around that same time when you found out information that these guys have sent their cards, they've got their subs back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's gotten past the point of. PSA trying to kill the, clear their backlog. Like they should actually have these subs back because reports from other uh, PSA graders here from Australia is they've got their subs back from those months, right? So, you know, has has he not just not sent the cards? I think that's what's happened, or I don't know. He hasn't done his job properly, and he's left a lot of lot of correct collectors very very unhappy um, here in Australia, and you know literally being blasted all over um, Australian uh, sports card scammers page. Uh, I'm yet to read the whole thread. Uh, I, I just, I just asked to join the group today so I could find out some more information. And, and you know, I, I don't want to bash him too much. I just know that. No, no, it's, know, it's not a bashing source. It's just no, bringing I'm, light I'm to a situation. I'm, yeah. We're, we're, that's what I'm saying. We're bringing light to the situation. What's happened. Um, it, it is a tough one. You know, it, you know, you expect someone who's put their balls out and put the money up to 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 get a shop front and you know obviously do all this, uh, buy infantry, um, you know, run breaks and, and do all this whole setup to run a hobby store that they would you know do their job, which is you know grade your cards, which you entrusted them to do, and it's unfortunate that he hasn't done that. Um, I will be obviously reaching out to Jamie, the owner, and seeing if he wants to come on the show next week. Uh, potentially, and you know, give his piece uh, because I think it is important that he he has a message to to people because you know there's there's people saying that you know they've asked requested for updates and everything and he's literally just not responded. There's been no lack of communication. You know, I mean, we run our own subgroup and we we've got a dedicated you know group for that sub, and every time we get you know information, we let them know straight away you know your sub one has moved now to to scanned you know sub one now has moved to grade it sub one has now been you know and slapped, and, right? and not for anything um, we've copped a bit of not flack but we've copped a bit of pressure from customers asking where's the cards and like we have to explain yeah, on our end and we have to explain that what you've been told we've been told 
like, you know, HGA has copped, you know, COVID outbreaks and have lost employees and stuff. And the thing that we need to understand too, in a situation where we've actually sent the cards though, so also it's a different, like in our situation. No, that's not a dig. I'm just saying in our situation is we've sent the cards. They're over there. It's out of our control. I can't just walk into HGA down the road and say, where the fuck's my cards? Like bang on the on the front reception and make a, a scene. Like where's my, my client's cards? Can't do yeah. that. They're in another country. It's the same thing for for Blunt as well. But the difference is, like I said, the cards never got sent. So it's going to be pretty hard uh, to explain that. Uh, positive, imagine, about, imagine that po- having your positive, cards with someone for one year and they positive said left the country. Positive said he sent the cards. So June sub in December and started ghosting his customers after that. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting. Global we, says we... it's uh sounds a little messy. It definitely does. Uh, uh, now he's getting them all back ungraded. Sad situation. Uh, I've got two good friends' cards with my, mine, and they're kind of getting questions from me. So, they are, they're asking questions, where's their cards? I think that's yeah, what Harden's yeah. trying to point at. Yeah, we, we understand it. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's, um, you know, everyone wants to know what's going on. Uh, if you, if The thing is, in that situation there, if you're running a business, you really should have, you know, ideally investing in a proper, um, you know, back-end portal on your website where people can log in and, and check their grading updates through there. Um, you should have some sort of, you know, at bare minimum, Bare minimum, an email service. Bare minimum, a, a group specific for grading, you know, blunt grading, um, and get everyone in a Facebook group there and at least inform them somewhere, right? Inform them somewhere. There is so many avenues that you can do this sort of stuff to keep people updated. It's it's no excuse to not be responding to your customers. Um, you know, it's responding to people, not responding to people that have entrusted you to grade their cards. Um, yeah, it's... I. Look, I don't really know what to say. I've never sent any cards through them. Um, you know, I will say this. Um, the only place that I would be sending my cards if I was grading with PSA is PSA uh, Cards Australia through Lane Pierce, uh, thehobby.com, yep, I think it's the called, hobby. or thehobby.com yep. or yep. .com.au. Um, yeah. You head there, and that's where you 100%. send your cards if you want to send PSA. And BGS, you go through Cherry Collectibles, and that's that. that's it. Right. HJ, you, you go through us. And so. HJ. And SGC, <laughs> if you want SGC, there's a, there's a few options. Lane. Lane. Um, there's also Lane. Yeah, he does SGC. Yeah. So there you go. So, you know, that's just our little you know, advice if if you were to send cards off here if Lane get, if Lane If Lane gets HGA, send them to Lane. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Hopefully Lane employs us. <laughs> We're, that's it. We're done. We're done. We're done. Maddie says uh, he's got twenty HCA cards since the first day of October. Not even scanned in yet. Um, Sixty day sub today was day ninety. Um, Hartman says he wants a reality TV style cameras in the grading facilities to see what they do. <laughs> that's great. So it, it's an interesting thing. It is going to be a sticky situation. But as Saul said, the invitation is open. Come on the show. You can clear it. Uh, We'll probably reach out to you throughout the week. If it's something you're interested in doing, by all means, this is the opportunity. Uh, if not, by all means, I understand as well because uh, you have put a statement out. So 
that's um it's fair enough i think people just most of the time people like people getting in front of the camera and actually putting a message out there and you know saying their piece instead of a statement coming out but that's up to their uh up to them to make that decision all right, source moving on. Geez, I tell you what, grading's been copping some flack. Just though, in general, uh, oh, what are you talking about? We offer people economy for 50 a card because <laughs> that's what we have to offer it at. Because for HJ, in, in all seriousness, we have to because, like, Source and I with the postage and everything, we'd walk away with like no cent, not, not even a cent how ridiculous it is with the conversion fees and everything the shipping supplies yeah, I, I think hardman's from over in the states so i think he's talking oh, about, okay um i think he's talking about psa oh, okay fair enough anyway source moving on lucky last thing in hobby talk bounties <laughs> it's yeah, getting out of control on? and it's not even the chocolates all right there's no coconut bounty given with this bad boy uh you got Shine coming out and giving million dollar bounties and Blaz, Blaz man, he's come out of nowhere. I've missed Blaz with his uh, <laughs> just, when he's what, thoughts of the day with back, his thoughts. Me? Yeah, so he's come out with some ba- bounties. Um, Hoge came out with a more realistic bounty, oh, thirty grand for the McCaffrey PC piece, which is fair enough. But Source, uh, I'm not, I'm not against it. I'm just saying it's just crazy. The amount, like when you think the hobby is like dead and there isn't money in it, there isn't money on the low end. But some high end cards, people are willing to just throw stuff everywhere to get what they want. It's incredible paying finders fees and putting bounties on cards. Um, just your thoughts. It's just insane. Insane. I mean, uh, yeah, and and we 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 thought we were in a down market. Yeah, we're in a down market for like lower stuff. I mean, you know, even even base silvers. Uh, we we had a, a sale uh, during the week. I think Luka Doncic uh, select silver. I think it's the premier might be or or the concourse one of the two. Um, PSA ten sold for under a thousand. I think the first time in like you know two years. Sold for under a thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! Right, um, but I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy that people can get that hyped up. Um, you know, offering crazy bounties on these cards, but it just goes to show that that we have some, you know, really avid collectors that you know see what they want, and that's what they want, and they're willing to pay that price. And and that's why we say, and that's that's what we I never understand, you know. I don't understand about the the whole thing about one on one, uh, one of ones, you know. You know, Chris is willing to fork out thirty k for that McCaffrey Black Prism one of one. It's a one of one, right? At the end of the day, you know, there's no price you can put on it. Um, it shouldn't matter what grade it is. Um, you know, it's a one of one. There's only one of them out there. So, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, look, I, I don't mind seeing it. I like seeing the bit of back and forth between the the the, the original guy who put out a three hundred k bounty on the on the triple logo I man LeBron, LeBron, and then Shine comes out and goes, "I'll put five hundred k raise." And then Blaze Blaze comes out and puts a bounty on it as well. Blaze put a bounty on that card as well. I think no, not that one. Sorry, put it on a uh, Steph Clay and Draymond, 
and he put one on a Giannis, Steph, and KD, I think, logo, man. It was actually very funny. It was hilarious. Maddie says he put a $2 bounty for Joey Chestnut Auto for 75 USD or under. That's <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Some guys my age, 40 to 50, have some seriously deep pockets. Yes, Hartman says those wildcard autos aren't physically numbered, but there is a print run for football wildcard autos. He says, incredible stuff, incredible stuff, the bounties. Uh, Source, I'm actually going to put a bounty on the line. I'm going to put a chocolate on the line. I'm going to put a bounty chocolate on the line for someone that can just get me a, I don't know, go out there, source me a nice Barkley card under 50 USD, and I'll give you a chocolate bounty. I'll give you a chocolate bar. So if anyone's willing, Charles Barkley. That's who I want to collect at the moment, Sir Charles. All right, Source, moving on. A few updates. Um, first, crunch time update. Uh, back next week. All right, for everyone that's been waiting for that. Another update on crunch time. Format is changing a bit. We're moving into cards, crypto, NFTs, and fire and flame will still be there. Third update, the most important update probably of everything on that show. Um, unfortunately, due to some personal stuff, uh, nothing bad, nothing bad, just some personal stuff. Anth is no longer going to be a part of that show. Uh, he's still a part of uh, our team. He's still in our chat. We talk to him all the time. He's just very, very, very busy with work uh, and can't find the time. Um, so he may or may not appear on future episodes if he's free and wants to jump on. Open invitation to him. Uh, always, uh, he's a ripper. That is at Anthony Collects. If you don't follow him, get out there and follow him. Uh, so unfortunately, he's will no, no longer be on the show as a permanent. He may come in as a part-timer here and there, uh, but that's up to him. Door is always open for him. Uh, so it's us and Lukey Mast underscore sports cards running that one. Next update, uh, Soccer Car Collective. Uh, working around some of the logistical stuff with that to see if it can or cannot go ahead. Final update, a very interesting update, something a bit different uh, in terms of a podcast. So we're going, we're going left. Let's just be straight up source with them. Let's be straight up. We're going left. We could be talking sport. We could be talking cards. We could be talking best chicken nuggets sold at a fast food restaurant. We could be talking about best football team ever in the history of the AFL, Mount Rushmore of this, best movie ever. We can even put up best actor, so-and-so versus so-and-so actress. It is a show based on just random topics. You can ask us during the week anything that you want. We have had global a few things come through with AFL Supercoach. Uh, podcast. There are some very good ones out there already. Uh, Dr. Supercoach, uh, Jock Reynolds podcast. Feel free to check those guys out. They do a fantastic job. It's probably something that we're not going to venture into. Um, I don't know unless there's an uptake from people that want to do it. But um, yeah, the show is purely the new one. Uh, Source and I, probably special guests getting people on can even get some of yourselves on from the audience on an episode 
random topic, hopefully short form podcast. We're hoping 30 to 45 minutes. 30 minutes will be ideal, uh, Sauce and I would like. But that's what we're going to do. Shoot the shit. Have a laugh. Nothing is off the cards. I say nothing is off the cards. This could get either very good or very bad for us. <laughs> we could, as I said to Source, we could either blow up and take uh, the internet by storm or we could actually blow up the channel and not exist ever again. <laughs> so <laughs> it either goes one of two ways, as simple as that. So uh, very uh, interesting. It'll be a lot of fun um, and can't wait to share it with you. That's pretty much it, Source. Any other updates? Anything else? I think there is. No, that's about it. Um, if Send you in those topics. To, your, to Hobby Hangout, make sure you head to the link in the description and uh, buy a ticket. Come down, 20th of February. We'll be down there. Come say good day. Uh, we'll be we're doing a bit of filming, obviously, there as well, uh, selling some cards. Um, I'll have some wax. Maybe people can buy some wax with me. We'll see how we go. And then, um, yeah, and also, you know, we'll be doing some giveaways down there. We'll have a bit of merch. If you're interested in some merch, some double coverage merch, please shoot us a DM. Let us know if you're interested because ideally, you know, you know, we just want to sort of uh, make enough for people that want them. We we're just going to organize to get them printed. They're literally going to cost the same amount what we paid to get them done. You know, we're not making any money off you. We would love it if you, you know, promoted and wore our, uh, hoodie or t-shirt with honor you know and and because you like watching our show that would mean a lot to us um so let us know if, if that's something you're interested in and uh you know i'm definitely organizing it uh there'll be yeah, hoodies and t-shirts uh will be the options so yeah definitely something that we'll uh, look out for if you're interested at the hobby hangout um and yeah we can't wait to obviously have you down there we will be pumping this up every show till then um you know, make sure you get a ticket in, in if you've got someone and, you know, maybe someone who's who knows that you're into cards, but they're not really into cards. You know what? Buy them a ticket and bring them along. Uh, maybe you could get them to, you know, enjoy something, find something that they're there that they like or enjoy and want to collect, you know. Um, big, so, yeah. big, uh, don't worry, positive. We've got something coming before the show where you can probably have an avenue to buy some merch from the future post the hobby hangout there could be an area where you can go and do some shopping potentially uh uh the other thing free giveaway is coming also for the hobby hangout as i said in past podcasts we're gonna bundle it up with some other things but source we've said it tyson beck sent us a nice care package with a whole bunch of his cards for nothing autos I think, yeah, send an order, I'm pretty sure, and a couple uh, numbered cards. They are going in a giveaway. We're going to be putting it together a giveaway. That's what we're doing. Free. I'm not charging anyone. What you're going to have to do is literally just give us your email address so we can send you spam. I think he's talking about on the hoodies. That would actually be funny. Could the It'd logo be, like... be a cartoon of Saucy pissing on a PSA logo? <laughs> Have you seen those? Those um, that where's that from, Adam? Because that um, the kid character that does that is actually a cartoon character that's on apparel somewhere. I've seen that before. It'd actually be pretty cool, you know, under a double coverage neon light. He's under the logo. It'd be oh, actually funny. God. But don't worry. There will be uh, 
Calvin Hobbs, is that it? That's probably it. That's it. Let's have a look. My money. Global backyard breakers style giveaway. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> We're going to get you all to follow us through this free giveaway. And then we're going to decide, no, we want to keep this Tyson Beck card. And then we're just going to give you a Ben Simmons select base rookie card. That's worth five cents. <laughs> and donate it to you. So that's pretty much uh, it. All right, let's move on, Sauce. Sauce is smoky. Yeah, not going to like dive onto it too long. Just going to round it up quickly. But... Staying with the comic theme, and I've bought this one before, and I, I, I'm just reiterating a play that I've given before. Um, but you know, I'll first I'll bring up, you know, these are the 1990 Impel Marvel Universe Series One, the Marvel boxes that admittedly at one point were selling for five thousand dollars. They're now down to four hundred dollars. These boxes you could have bought them for a very, very long time for fifty to a hundred dollars. Um, now you know you can't get them for under four hundred. Um, now, that's not the box, but the box I'm talking about is 1991 Impel DC comic. I've given this before. These are still super cheap. Like, here's a box literally sold 31st of Jan, 42 bucks on auction. Um, you know, here's two boxes, two seal boxes, 35, 70 bucks plus 20. You know, I think it says $18 shipping there. So it would have been, you know, 90 bucks for two. So $45 each. Um, this is 1991 Impel. This is the first ever DC set. Um, I've got a box here. So, so, you know, guys know that I do have a box. Um, I'll take this off so you guys can see better. But, yeah, there it is there. Um, have a look around. Try find one that, you know, there are some boxes that are a bit beat up because these are for 91. Like, I paid a little bit more for mine. And I think they've come down since I, I paid 80 for this. And I, at the time, I was happy because it was like a nice box, good-looking box, and, you know, it wasn't damaged or anything or didn't 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 have any rips on the on the plastic, so it was nicely sealed. So, yes, sometimes some of the cheaper ones that go for really cheap, they might be a bit battered or something. So just have a look and see if it's a bit better box. So you probably pay around 50 bucks, but I think it's such a low entry point that, you know, if it kicks off, it kicks off. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I do, Hardman. I, I, I really do. I think DC hasn't had its moment to shine. You know, everyone's been, you know, all over Marvel, and it's, you know, that's that's all they've talked about. But you know, yet have we seen, you know, the likes of Superman and you know, Superman's bed, first bro. hollow card. Superman's first ever hollow card is in this set, 1991 Impel Superman. So you know, I gave the Batman last week, which was a 1991 Robin two. It's out of a comic. Came out of a jump, comic, the jump, first Batman. Jumping our socials, there's a post on there. You can't yeah, miss it. There's, there's, there is a post on the socials, so check that out. And then, you know, this this has not only Superman, but also Wonder Woman's first holo card as well. Um, I have to buy and, then I can't, and then I can't remember the other one. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, I have a box and I have a complete set, which I bought a while back for about, $90, I think the whole set was. And I'm pretty sure you can, there's still whole sets available on here. Um, set. Let's see. DC, the way to so, go. I think, yeah. Like we said last week, they've got the best superheroes. It's just Marvel has been marketed better than what DC has. Um, Marvel. I mean, you can buy a, ba- when... a whole base set for peanuts, but it's really, to be honest, guys, if you want, if you're buying anything, it's the hollows in the set that you want. If you're buying any individual cards, um, 
But then I if could, you just buy the could, box, then you you know you you're, you're we right. could genuinely always goes up too. So if it does catch fire, source. I think we'll talk about DC on the new podcast, mate. Because I could genuinely actually no. I'll tell you now. This is uh, we could fix it right now. I will fix DC right now. You can send this to send this to Warner Brothers or whoever the hell has the rights to DC. All right, so this is how holos. you do it. That's Clark Kent. And, um, is that, this is how you do it. So while you're showing Lee, those, sorry. I'm gonna. This is how you do it. All right. Go on. Zack Snyder actually gets to make his Snyderverse movies. All right. He just makes them Justice League, whatever. Blah blah blah. All right. If you want to end it after that timeline, by all means, just end it after that timeline. You want to start fresh. You want to start fresh. You need to get like a Kevin Feige from Marvel for DC. Now, who's the best person to get as that as that uh, creative director? Source, I'll give you the answer. Christopher Nolan, the guy that did the three Batman films. Batman, Dark Knight Rises, and Dark and uh and the Dark Knight. He has creative control. You make him dark and you make him gritty. You don't make him like Marvel. That's okay. There's a place for dark and gritty, and that's fine. Because they're better films. They are. The three Batman films done by Christopher Nolan, that trilogy is the best superhero trilogy ever made. Ever made. The Dark Knight is better than any Marvel film that has ever been made. Full stop. Hi, Edna. How are you going? Edna is new. Tenant, Inception, Batman. <laughs> Pretty much it. But Source, I like the play. Very affordable. You know what, Source? If you love comics, you love DC characters, you can even just buy this box as a fun rip for 50 bucks. Where are you getting a $50 box to rip for fun? You can get some hollows in there. You might hit the right hollow that you want. If not, you've had a fun rip. That's it. Get the collection, put it in a folder. You can say you've got it. That's it. So. Yeah, it's, it's a good cheapie, man. Uh... I, I I think I gave this one, you know, over six months ago, Dommer. I think at the time when Marvel was popping off and I said, oh, why aren't we looking at DC? Um, so, yeah, look, I don't really know, but I'm going to take a punt. I'm going to take a punt. You know, I, I never I never took the punt when Anth told me, you know, to buy Marvel boxes and they were $150 each. You know, I, I didn't take the punt. I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to spend 150 and then. There they are selling for freaking $5,000. And then, you know, Ant flicked off. I think he told me he sold three of them for $2,000 a pop that he bought for $100 or less. So not too bad uh, when they were going for that price. Um, but yeah, does this get to $2,000? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, Could no. it potentially get to $300? Why not? Why not? It's true. It's true. Edna, Edna says um, she read something by Stan Lee that he said any hero can win if they wanted to because he wrote the stories. Uh, she says, does that mean the illustrator has control? The fans do. A lot of the time, it's a bit of both. You know, creative direction by the illustrator. They listen to the fans, what's popular, who's popular, and that's what they do. Sometimes they like to shake things up, a bit of a twist. They'll kill the superhero. Um, they do all sorts of things in comics. It's actually pretty cool. But the thing is, there's no continuous timeline of like comic book one of Superman and then comic book 10,024 of Superman. There's about 25 different spin-offs of Superman. And that's not just for Superman. That's for every hero. There's so many different series and 
uh, stories about Spider-Man and Iron Man and Captain America, and you could literally keep yourself entertained for your whole entire lifetime. And I'm, that's not even an exaggeration, a lifetime. So Global says Batman has the best villains. Uh, Hartman says, this is good, just to answer some questions on the at the end of the show. He's trying to figure out soccer, and Positive's giving him the shittest advice, the most negative advice. He says, buy Pulisic. <laughs> If you want to lose money, buy Pulisic. That's all I got to say. Oh, that's that's just crazy, just crazy. Um, don't want to get grandfathered readers in with the old heroes and the new generation with the new characters. For the, yeah, I completely agree. That's true. Uh, soccer, don't know where to start. Um, go listen to Oh, Jesus. No, do not buy this guy. Do not buy Pulisic. Do, do not, do not buy any of those duds. Please, do not buy any of those duds. Vintage soccer, correct? There you go. Great place to start. Vintage soccer, yeah, literally. Yeah, Hardman. I would, I would literally be typing in Ballon d'Or winners. Um, yeah, you know, great, top, great way to top do it. twenty greatest strikers of all time. Uh, yeah. Top. 20 midfielders of all time and Ronaldo you know, look look for older guys and look start at, in the vintage yeah. because I still think vintage is severely like it's starting to get more recognized. But you know, if you have a look at like vintage baseball compared to vintage soccer, oh, tell you what, it's not even close. You know, is that ain't even close? Yeah, it, the discrepancy Just in terms of Ronaldo like, Nazario, Rondinho, Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi. If Raul, you want modern guys, go no, Raul, but if you want guys modern like guys current playing, uh, currently playing, Ronaldo and Messi are your safest bets. You're going to play pay through your teeth, but it's an upside because they're adding to their legacy. That's the way I look at it. You know, they're the Jordans of soccer. Then, like Saul said, vintage Ronaldo, Nazario. You got your Zidane, your Henri. Uh, Ballon d'Or winners, a good one to look at um, for Ballon d'Or winners. Uh, one of Saucy's favorite guys, but Luka Modric, severely yeah, underrated. Cheap. Uh, great players that play, type in like the Italian 2006 team that won the World Cup. You can grab a whole bunch of guys that played in that team and have a look at their career. Another piece of advice is just looking at world teams that have won World Cups and their star players they were in those teams and having a look at their career. Obviously, Brazil in 02, um, 06 was Italy. I think 10 was Germany, I yep. think. 14 was who? France. France? No, 18 was France. Who was 14? Oh, no, 10 was Spain. 10 was Spain. 10 was Spain. 14 was Germany. Germany. 18 was Spain. So there you go. There's... There's ways to look at. There you Great. go. Totti, Buffon. There's a few people in there. Roberto Carlos, uh, Stan Lazaridis, uh, Zlatan. You can, there's so many places you can go. So many places. Mark Viduka, if you really want to. Uh, there's heaps of players, mate. The Dukes. Stan yeah. Lazaridis. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, just unseal my FIFA 2019 and play it. Uh, Edna is a bit drunk typing, apparently. Uh, my kids love Captain America being <laughs> something by Venom toys. But I think that's a, a myth. <laughs> She's um, 
I don't know. I couldn't make I, sense of it. I don't even know what's happening. Um, to be yeah, honest. we're gonna have to skip that one, Edna. Sorry, we I can't make sense of it. Um, yeah, but there's heaps. There's heaps of guys out there for soccer. Heaps, heaps of guns. A lot of unseen uh, by by the market because they're too busy fo- uh, focused on um, what's it called? Your mates, Pulisic and Dest and yeah. Fuck, yeah. Look, Jeez. it's. That, that's part of the market that you need to understand. I, I mean, I think at some point it's going to turn around with 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 the players who actually class is going to come out and shine. Um, not you're not you're not drunk, Hartman. Edna's drunk. That's where I'm going with it, mate. Don't worry. Don't stress. Before it goes uh, way way left, uh, we'll keep this uh, for the new pod coming out in probably a few weeks. So uh, <laughs> thank you for everything, Hartman. Uh, I'm pretty sure you do follow us on Insta please DM us and we can answer your questions. If you have any more questions, by all means, uh, you can find us at all the socials down below. And if you've got any questions about Marvel, feel free to send them to us. All our links are below. We're wrapping this bad boy up. Thanks everyone for joining in. We really do appreciate it. Keep living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the Great Man Source. It's double coverage. Messing has gone uh, missing lately. I love it. Ronaldo's the GOAT. Knocked okay. out of the French Cup, PSG. Lemo, he's wow. a spud. He's a spud. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double coverage.